Hello, everyone. This is uh, Talking Sports and Fitness with Zeke. I am Zeke, sometimes known as Mike Zielinski. My guest today is Berks Catholic head football coach Rick Keeley. Welcome, Rick. Thank you. Nice to be here. 31 years as a head coach uh, starting this season. It's a long time, and you've been exceptionally uh, successful. You've long time at Polling uh, Aim, and of course, after the merger, now with Berks Catholic. And you also coached a few years at Hamburg. How do you do it, man? 31 years. Uh, one day at a time. You know, I wake up today and I go up and uh, we had the weight room open this morning, go up and coach some football up there one day at a time, mingle with the kids, talk to my coaches and, you know, enjoy every minute of it. Now, the fact that you guys win a lot, does that make it easier to come back year after year? Do you think if you were struggling uh, after a while it would get old? Uh, it, practicing is easier when you win. So imagine, you know, being involved with a winning program. You know, helps to give you some longevity there. Yes. What are the ingredients uh, first at uh, Holy Name and now Berks Catholic uh, that has made your program successful besides your brilliant head coach? <laughs> well, you have to have a supportive administration, okay, that, that are going to back you because things are going to come up that, you know, somebody's not going to be happy. And knowing that the athletic director and the principal, you know, are behind you is a big thing. Uh, That's a, a big thing in sports because we all know situations where maybe a disgruntled parent of a disgruntled kid says something and then the school board doesn't back the coach mm -hmm. and can get, kind of get clumsy and unfair to the coach. Right, so having backing there. I mean, Coach Baldwin, uh, when I was in college, uh, he taught a class and you know, he said, one day you're going to say something, wrong thing to the wrong person and somebody's going to want to fire you. Even though you do nothing wrong, yeah. you, you, you just have to be ready for that. So. You know, I've been fortunate. I really haven't had a lot of those types of situations. Uh, but, you know, I do have the backing. Uh, our athletic director, Billy Hess, uh, Billy played for me. Uh, and Tony Ballister, our principal, uh, he's very supportive of what everybody does at Berks Catholic. Uh, it's and a, he's it's a, a former great, coach, former head basketball right, coach. Right, he's a good, him. very good basketball coach. And, uh, you know, I was sorry to see him have to stop coaching when, when he became the principal because he was a good guy to talk to. And you can still talk to him about, you know, different mm -hmm. coaching situations. So the backing of the administration is big and, and having, you know, good players, uh, you know, kids that like the game and supportive parents, you know, that, that's a big part of it. Uh, one of the biggest compliments ever paid to me as a coach, uh, one year we, we tied the school record with 11 wins and the next year we set the school record with, with one win and 10 losses. And, uh, you know, a friend of mine came up to me and said, you know, Rick, you know, I watch you coach an 11-win team and a one-win team, and you're coaching the same way whether your team's winning or whether your team's losing. And, you know, I think you can't get caught up in the wins and losses. You just get caught up in coaching the game and know that you have, you know, kids out there that you're trying to mold into good young adults. Yeah, and there's more to it, to it, as you said, than wins and losses. You're molding young men. And obviously, uh, talent pools vary from year to year. So some years you may have more talent than others. Uh, Speaking of years, last year, what a remarkable year you had. Well, what a remarkable last few years you've had. Uh, you guys scored so much. I mean, I, I believe you uh, became the highest scoring team in Berks County history. You averaged 44.5 points a game. And uh, that's, that's a lot of points, primarily for a running team. And you just missed. Now, you had Isaac and Cooper Lutz, who each had 1,000 yards. And you also had uh, Marcus Wilson. If you give him the ball a couple more times, he would have had it too. He had 946. That, those stats are amazing. Yeah. How, what is the key to that offense? The key to the offense? Yeah. Uh, well, we run a misdirection offense, yeah. the, the wing tee. And, 
Uh, when you have a young man like Isaac Lutz in your backfield, you, you give him the ball and he makes you look like a very good coach. And we were fortunate, you know, last year to have three young men, you know, Isaac Cooper, Isaac Cooper and Wilson and Marcus that, you know, all three of them, you give them the ball, they could, and if you get them five yards, they could get, you know, 55 yards on their own. Yeah, it makes the X's and O's pop off the page. Oh, yeah. And, and we've had, you know, some pretty good linemen to boot. And those linemen work hard to, so those backs can get the extra yard because they all want to get in the end zone and congratulate them. Yeah. That's yeah. the only time they get in the end zone if a back scores, so they get to go there. Now, you lose Isaac, who's a preferred walking at Penn State, but Cooper's back, right? Is Marcus Wilson back for Marcus him? is back. This will be Marcus's fourth year starting for us at fullback. Uh, and so what are things, I know it's early uh, as we tape this, but, you know, don't tell me you're, you're lucky to go 500, but what's your prospects for 2016, do you think? Well, we upped our schedule this year, uh, so it's going to be a little tougher to, to win all those non-league games. Yeah. Uh, uh, we've added... Uh, Conrad Weiser to our schedule, which is a very good team. We've added, uh, added Exeter High School to our schedule, Lancaster Catholic. So we could play very good football against those three teams and still not win. And the po- why, why do you have you upgraded your schedule? Just uh, for the challenge of it or, or just the way things worked out? The challenge, uh, you know, some teams dropped us, so we had to find some other people to play. And, you know, there are some people that wouldn't play us, but, you know, some of the teams that were open, you got to be careful as the head coach who you get on your schedule. Yeah. You know, there were some teams that were open some of those weeks that, you know, I told Billy Hess that, you know, I don't want to play them. You've got to be careful how many big guns you, you get right. on your team. You know, we, we're at a point right now where I think we can play with all, any of the good teams right now, but we can't play them back to back to back to back. Yeah. Uh, and part of that's probably because of depth reasons, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk a little bit about the backyard brawls with why I'm missing. I mean, that's been a remarkable rivalry. It seems like if one team doesn't win the district, the other team does. That's obviously going to change, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, it was interesting. Two years ago, they uh, lose to you, and then they beat you and win the district. And this year, they were 12-0. They beat you uh, three weeks earlier, and then in the district title game, you beat them pretty soundly. I guess everything kind of gelled. But what makes this rivalry so special? I mean, I think of the last four District 3A titles, uh, you guys have, you know, dominated that, and you played, each played for it the last two years. What has made the rivalry so special, and does one team just make the other team better? Well, that's an understatement. Our kids play their best games against Wyoming Missing, and I would tend to say that Wyoming Missing kids play their best games against us. Uh, both teams, I think, have head coaches that have, have been around for a while, and uh, and know what we're doing. We both have exceptional staffs. A lot of my coaches played for me. A lot of Bobby's coaches That's have true. played for him. Why missing in Burke's Catholic? I mean, you, you have a great stability on your coaching staff. We do. We do. And uh, they bought into what we're doing. Everybody is supportive of what we're doing. The kids know that it works. And they're just waiting for their turn to make it work. And a lot of times, whoever, you know, gets the break wins the game. Yeah. And uh, that, it must be like you were on, she was on the other foot last year. You beat them, and then you lose in the district title, and then they had that heartbreak this year. But that, that's, that's tough to do when you've already beaten a team. But then again, I guess it's on the high school level, it's difficult to beat a good team twice just because you're dealing with kids who may subconsciously have a letdown. Yeah, well, you know. Because it happened to Wilson in the team. playoffs last year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they lost to a team that they had beat earlier in the year. Soundly. Yeah, yeah. but, you know. You know, getting them ready to play that second time when they've lost the first time, they're, they're a little more hungry. Yeah. Okay. You know, even 
you know, when we beat them two years ago, when we beat them the first time, we worked hard, okay, to, to beat them that second game. There was no letdown, but they came out and played a, a great game and blocked a punt and scored a touchdown. And, you know, big plays like that can, you know, determine the outcome of a game. Now, things are different in uh, state football this year. Uh, PIAA now has six classes. And, uh, for instance, you and Wine Missing will not be squaring off for a district title anytime soon because you're in class four, they're in class three. What's your feeling on uh, six classes? Obviously, there's less teams in each, di- in each class level. What are the pros and cons as you see it? Uh, I don't think about that a whole lot. Okay. okay. I just know that, you know, based on our enrollment, that we got bumped up into the 4A, and I know why missing is got bumped up from AA into the into the AAA. So, you know, it's good that we don't have to play them a second time. That's yeah. always a tough chore to get ready that second time. But there's other teams out there now to get ready for, and I guess Week 10 now becomes even a bigger game because that's the only time that, you know, we're going to see each other. What's interesting about six classes we have no teams in class two or one. I mean, why I'm missing isn't a big school or school of valley. They're in class three. I mean, how big are the schools in one and two? I, you know, do they have enough guys to even field a team? You know, yeah. Well, I know we play your Catholic, who I believe is a single A team. Uh, and they, they, they give us some battles. Uh, they, yeah. have, they have some good kids and they have a good staff up there. Uh, but like I said, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to what classifications are in, you know, you know, we have our league schedule. We try to get a good non-league schedule. And uh, now I just know this year we're going to be going to the district playoffs uh, against some quad A teams. And we'll have to see how we do there. Yeah, yeah. All right, you talked about you loaded up your schedule this year with non-leaguers. Obviously, Burke Section 2, uh, UNY missing, I assume, as always, will be the, the top dogs, would you say, as you go into the season? I, I can answer that question week 10. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a coach. There's a lot of games to play between now and then. Yeah, I remember I used to interview John Yoakum at Muhlenberg when they were really good. You know, you talk to John and he, he'd say, hey, we're lucky if we make a first down. And then, come on, you know. But anyway, congratulations. You've had a fantastic career, uh, you know, and you're not the epitome of a football coach because you're not a tough taskmaster like maybe the John Gerskys of this world or some of the other guys. I played for Ben Shemansky in Central. Nicest guy off the field, maniac on the field. Uh, you're just a nice guy all the time. <laughs> I try. All right. I try. Well, take care and thank you for uh, being on Talking Sports and Fitness with Z. Till next time, take care. These community stories are made possible in part by BCTV, Susie Ray Design, Queen City Family Restaurant, Lamar Advertising, Heidelberg Family Restaurant, Reading Air, Lions and Hole, Peanut Bar, and Kutztown University.